The Lord promises to deliver his people safely from their exile. They will receive all that they need because God will never forget that they are his own. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, in a time of favor, I have answered you. On a day of salvation, I have helped you. I have kept you and given you as a covenant to the people to establish the land, to apportion the desolate heritages, saying to the prisoners, come out. To those who are in darkness, show yourselves. They shall feed along the ways, and all the bare heights shall be their pasture. They shall not hunger or thirst, neither scorching wind nor sun shall strike them down. For he who has pity on them will lead them, and by springs of water will guide them. And I will turn all my mountains into a road, and my highway shall be raised up. Lo, these shall come from far away, and lo, these from the north and from the west, and these from the land of Syene. Sing for joy, O heavens, and exalt, O earth. Break forth, O mountains, into singing. For the Lord has comforted his people and will have compassion on his suffering ones. But Zion said, The Lord has forsaken me. My Lord has forgotten me. Can a woman forget her nursing child or show no compassion for the child of her womb? Even these may forget yet I will not forget you. See, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. The psalm appointed for this morning is Psalm 131 on page 4 of your liturgy booklet. Could you please rise and sing? new converts that they must be servants for Christ. We all will be judged on our trustworthiness as disciples. A reading from the first letter of Paul to the Corinthians. Think of us in this way as servants of Christ and stewards of God's mysteries. Moreover, it is required of stewards that they be found trustworthy. But with me, it is a very small thing that I should be judged by you or by any human court. I do not even judge myself. I am not aware of anything against myself, but I am not thereby acquitted. 
It is the Lord who judges me. Therefore, do not pronounce judgment before the time, before the Lord comes, and who will bring to light the things now hidden in darkness and will disclose the purposes of the heart. Then each one will receive commendation from God. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. The Holy Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus said, No one can serve two masters, for a slave will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your span of life? And why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, What will we eat, or what will we drink, or what will we wear? For it is the Gentiles who strive for all these things, and indeed your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring worries of its own. Today's trouble is enough for today. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Be seated, please. Building community takes an act of faith. It also takes hard work. Um, Making this place what it is may not seem like hard work, but it takes hard work. When did you first decide or become aware that, that you were a member of Advent? I don't suspect it was on your first Sunday here, probably not even on your second Sunday here. Um, might have been quite a while after that. Probably it was after you showed up for a potluck supper or a work day or some other kind of function like that, and then you said, okay, I know enough people here that I feel like I'm a member. Membership takes some effort. First of all, you have to show up faithfully Sunday after Sunday. You're here, and then we sort of know, okay, this person intends to be here. Um, If you don't show up, Um, For a long period of time, we kind of forget about you. We might wonder, where is that person, and call them up and find out. But if it's been months, they sort of drift out of our memory. So it takes showing up faithfully. It takes involvement. Um, You have to do something usually beyond Sunday morning, coffee hour, or or a work day, or whatever it is that we say, okay, this person intends to make a contribution. You also kind of have to learn our sense of humor. Um, We love to poke at each other a little bit, and if you don't know that and come in for it once, you wonder, ooh, what did I do? Um, And then you you figure that out. 
We also expect a certain honesty. If you ever end up in the hospital and don't tell somebody here, you can expect us to be angry with you. We want to know that kind of thing. We're going to get involved in your life. That's part of what membership is about. Jesus is talking about community in this passage. It doesn't sound like it. It sounds like he's talking about food and clothing and birds and flowers. But all of those things have social realities connected with them. If I were to describe to you a meal, um, let's say partridge pie served in puff pastry on gold-rimmed china, and you sat down at the table and there were three forks to your left and three spoons to your right and a spoon above the plate and two glasses, you could probably guess what you'd need to be wearing at that meal, right? It would be something very different than you would wear to a meal of brats on a bun under a picnic shelter on paper plates. So a meal is not just about food. It describes our social location. Clothing is about more than covering our body. It describes who we are socially. And so Jesus, talking to his disciples, says, don't compare yourself to Solomon in all of his glory. Don't compare the food you eat to the food that they eat over there in the palace. Compare yourselves instead to the flowers in the field and the birds in the air. That's where we make our comparison. You and I don't ever eat by faith. It doesn't take a lot of faith for me to know that at home tonight I will find something on the table or put something on the table and have food for tonight. It doesn't take a lot of faith for me to know that I will have clean clothes to wear tomorrow. Deb was describing at the Companion Diocese um, Committee Training Day um, these women grinding the, the grain by hand. It takes <clears throat> about a day for a woman to grind enough grain for a family. So she's going to be doing that all day while somebody else goes to get the water. And she said the biggest act of faith she ever saw was when the rains began to fall. The women all went to their huts and took out of some secret place that they only knew their basket of seed grain and then went and put those seeds in the ground, food that they could have eaten during the long dry season when often enough they were hungry. But by faith, they kept that basket of food and by faith, when the rains began to fall, they put it into the ground to eat it. We don't live like that. We just run down to Johnny's Market and, and there's plenty of food for us to have. It doesn't take faith for us to eat. But it does take faith for us to make community, to belong to a place where those kinds of things don't count. One of the things I love about this parish is that there are folks who come to church in their Sunday best, and have their ties and dresses on, and there are folks who come in their shorts and sandals, and I don't think anybody even bats an eye. I don't think that we're paying attention to those kinds of things. There are singles, there are couples, there are families with kids, there are all kinds of households, and we all just sit here together and don't pay any attention to it. Jesus says, don't compare yourself to Solomon in all of his glory. Don't compare the food you eat to what they're eating over there in the palace. Compare yourselves to the birds of the air and the flowers of the field. That's God's standard. We have to judge one another and ourselves by God's standards, not by social standards. That takes some doing. That takes some effort to get out of that way of thinking 
and say, this is where we belong. Jesus says, seek first the kingdom and its righteousness. Seek first to belong to that community that defines itself that way, and all of these things besides will be yours as well. We don't ever eat by faith, but that kind of community takes faith to build. Amen.